Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you. Um, I'm running a little bit behind right now, but good morning and welcome to another session here of the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe Saturday Morning Motivation Show. We are in week four of our celebration of 10 years of radio for the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. I am C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. And I'm joined by my dear sister, Shauna G. She is on air right now. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. It is open chat where everything goes within respect and reason with an emphasis on relationship recovery. So, Sister Shauna, how are you today, my dear? Good morning, good morning. Um, so, you know, I love transparency. So I said, you know, I think I have a few minutes to touch up my grays around the edge. <laughs> so if I start screaming and say, I'll be right back, it's because I'm touching up the grays <laughs> and it's burning. <laughs> O-M-A-G. Gotta love live radio. 
So she has a couple minutes, you know. In between me doing the show, I'll just touch up my gray. Got to wash that gray right out of that there hair. So. Right. <laughs> but all is well. How so you doing? Again. You had a good week? It has been, it has been a morning already. Interestingly okay. enough, I'm talking to my neighbor and um watching my security cameras, and out of the blue, here comes the ex and his, um, you know, the neighbor riding up for whatever reason. They park next to my car, and then they leave. <laughs> and then okay. um, they go out back to her mommy and daddy's house, and, uh-huh. um, you know, she gets out of the driver's side. You know, he kisses her, takes the car, you know, him without a driver's license, takes the truck. And he drives off. And I'm like, wait, what? And then there's some other things and stories that um, um, (laughs) that, uh, people have been sharing with me throughout the week. So we're going to try to make the best of this after um, clowning and buffoonery. Because last time I checked, Ringling Brothers left for good. But it's evident (laughs) that they left a couple of their clowns behind. But um, welcome to Brother Gene over in our show chat room and all of you in the call query. Uh, today is open chat, and we do have two editorials from both Tarjay, a.k.a. Tarjay, and Allie B. And they're going to lead us into our shows today, um, Shauna, um, because you might have to leave. I'll just read them both in case it's Thank you, Burn. <laughs> And then we're going to jump right into our program because it's open chat, as I said, and as always, anything goes within respect and reason. Um, So, yeah, it's been a week, as always, and we're just going to get through this, people. We're going to talk it out, then we're going to walk it out and leave it where it is, and for those of you, I was typing the message when the music had come on, well, had finished, and that was, of course, finally by um, Tori Lee, one of her other songs that we debuted here and that we play frequently, but this was by um, Demand, um, not even request, by Demand, so um, I see we have some more people joining. If you are joining us through the Internet, and you are in our show chat room. If you're not logged on with a screen name, you can't participate in the show chat, but you can give us a call at 646-478-4726. Then press the number one on your phone if you want to join us live. Again, welcome to you wherever you are listening throughout the world. This is week four of our month-long celebration of 10 years of healing through hurt, I talk radio network on the airways. And I wanted to share something before we jump into the show. I just shared it on social media. Um, I have been up doing my meditations and things and sitting here in the studio waiting for the show to start for about an hour and 15 minutes, actually. And I decided to Google myself because I got bored for a second. And I had come across uh well, it's obvious that Mixcloud has been following me for years. And um, there is a site, and I'll put this up for you all in a moment um, in the show chat room. It's mixcloud.com slash discovered slash C 
uh, hyphen Maria hyphen Wall. Um, it has all of my shows basically from years back, and I had come across one for the Saturday Morning Motivation Show, which is now our Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Um, it says, "Trust me, it's not rain." And that was from two years ago. I might have to go back and listen to that one myself. (laughs) But uh, if you'd like to listen to a lot of our shows throughout the years, Mixcloud has them. And I just discovered this this morning, but um, they took me back down memory lane from way, way, way back. Um, Some of our older shows, we used to have Chatbox Live. And back when it was sent either Saturday, which is something like today, um, which is open chat, which means basically that it's sent either Saturday with a new name. Um, my gosh, um, Hug Raps by Brenda Jones. That was four years ago. She does Hug Raps for people with cancer um, so that they can be warm when they're getting their treatments. Uh So many memories are on this page. It's so amazing to me um, that this was even here. And I thank you all for following me and um, putting up all of these programs. Carlton Raleigh, uh, he's a friend of mine on social media now. Again, you come here as a guest. We leave as friends. Um, Susan Allison, our spirits dance. All types of former guests and shows, Bob Sima, oh my goodness, this is really going down memory lane. So if you uh, enjoy listening to our programs, um, again, our tomorrow guy, Bob from Australia has just joined us. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, Tarjay is here. She finally figured out how to get into the chat room. Yay. So, again, um, first things first, let's do our shout-outs to our countries and provinces and places, if I can get it to pull up, who have supported us year after year after year after year for an entire decade now. And some of these are our top porters, and I'll be naming them in order for the top five as we go down the list. So we're going to start off with Australia, Brazil, Cambodia is our number four supporter with listenership. Canada is number two. Chile, China, Denmark, France, Germany, Greece, India, Indonesia, Ivory Coast, Jamaica, Kenya, Macau, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand. Pakistan, the Philippines, Romania, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, South Korea, Spain, which comes in at number five on a list of top listenership, Sweden, Thailand, Trinidad and Tobago, Turkey, the United Kingdom coming in at number three, the United States, of course, it's always good when your home territory loves you the most and loves you best. They are number one. We have our infamous unknowns. We have unknown, unknown, unknown. And rounding out our list this week is Vietnam. So, again, I want to thank you all for your continued support. It means so much, 
so much to all of us and me because we, we've been through a lot of storms together. We've been through so much together. And we're coming into a new decade and a new time, and we are evolving, we're changing, and we're growing. So with me saying that, I want to read this week's editorials. And then we're going to jump into our topic for this week of relationship recovery. Hopefully next week I'll have a new unit and we'll see if it will help with our broadcast and my voice disappearing on you from time to time. Uh, Those of you who are talking to me through Messenger, I promise you I'll get to your messages as well. And, of course, those of you over in our show chat room, if you have a question or a comment, you can type it there. And for those of you who are logged on as guests in our show chat room, you can call in 646-478-4726 to get in our call query. Then press the number one to get on uh, live. So today, of course, is open chat. We're starting off with our editorials to start and round out or be our chat starters for today. This is from Tar J. You cannot heal in the same place where you got sick. That's a quote by William Goldman. When in toxic relationships, we often try to stay, hoping things will change or hoping we can change our partners. However, I learned from experience that you cannot and will not change someone who does not want to change. You can exhaust all of the methods you desire and still not have results. A relationship is between two individuals, but if both individuals aren't on the same accord or willing to work on issues that may arise within that relationship, one of those individuals will be fighting a losing battle. In the midst of dishonesty, disloyalty, infidelity, and mental verbal abuse, I tried to talk things through. I cried. I sought counseling, tried to bring the other individual into counseling, read self-help books, all to no avail. Eventually, I realized that my mental health was breaking down. I had developed anxiety. I was having panic attacks. I was severely depressed, stressed, and on the verge of a mental breakdown. I was in a very dark place for years. Eventually, I gained my independence and realized that in order for me to have healthy relationships with my kids and anyone else still here, the system locked up on me. I was going so well. I had to come out of that place. God and my kids were my motivation. I knew I needed to leave that toxic person and that relationship. I used to believe that I was obligated to stay so my kids could be raised in a family setting with both parents. But then I realized that keeping them in a broken family setting where they were witnessed where they would witness the toxicity within was doing more harm than good. We're moving on now to page two. I didn't know exact 
exactly how I was going to do it because I, I've never been on my own before. I went straight from my parents to my ex-husband. I didn't know exactly how I was going to make ends meet to be on my own, but I knew I was going to find a way. I moved out and realized that I was stressed with trying to figure out how I'd maintain the same lifestyle my kids and I had been used to. But at the same time, I was gradually becoming happier in my own space with my kids and I. I had a newfound peace that I hadn't experienced before. I tried to maintain a friendship with my ex-husband for the sake of the children, but I realized that being friends would keep me in his reins. He wasn't mature enough to be friends. Then I tried to remove the friendship and just co-parent, which also failed, as he would continue to bring about stressful interactions when things didn't go his way, which was most of the time because he was no longer in control. I found that the way to eliminate distress and distinction in my life was to eliminate him from my life and communicate only on an as-needed basis. My life was so much better in all areas because I finally found the strength to walk away from the extremely toxic relationship I was in. I may not have known how, but I made a way to make sure that I was able to work towards being the best me so I can continue to be the best parent. I'm currently in a, in a relationship that is love. He loves me and he loves my children in a way I know they have ever experienced. I sometimes struggle with not allowing myself, my past pains to resurface in my current relationship due to my fears from the past. However, I appreciate a husband who understands I've been broken, was mending myself, and how, and now begin the process of helping me piece myself back together. Anyone who is in a toxic relationship, I've been there, and I encourage you to find yourself, find your voice, and know your worth. You do deserve better, even if it means being alone and loving yourself until you find the one worthy. For those recovering from toxic relationships, join me in encouraging others to keep going. I am still fighting with this unit. As I said, hopefully by next week we'll have a new unit and we will be able to do things smoothly, even if you don't know how you will keep going. At times you may feel like giving up, but keep moving. Practice healing and lock your, and you lock yourself and if you, I think that meant and love yourself, and if you need to reach out to the experts, do so because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Don't let the toxicity change you or your standards for love, whether it be with a significant other, family member, or friend. You must cut ties because you cannot heal in the midst of toxic people. So that was from Tarjay. 
And now we're going to move into help is what you ask for. These two tend to go together very nicely. So this is Allie B's. I do not ask for help. As a result, I find myself tackling issues by myself. It is not that I do not trust the help of others. I do not want to be seen as being unable to take care of myself and my responsibility. Often it is not until I am backed up into a corner that I realize I should have asked for help before things become dire. By the time that happens, the help I seek is out of reacting instead of being proactive. Several years ago, a mentor from the teaching program I was in told me that I need to stop suffering in silence. Instead of speaking up about my problems, I keep them bottled in. My superwoman mentality is not just in my professional life, but it permeates throughout my personal one as well. Enough is enough. Asking for help should not be seen as asking for a handout or a sign of weakness or even placing an undue burden on others. I, like many others, need to start looking at help in a different way. Asking for help is release. If, you, if you're like me and you keep many things to yourself, you may find it a surprising relief when you ask someone for help with a project or chore. When you can ask someone to help you with something, you may feel a weight lifted off your shoulders. It is one less thing on your to-do list that can be checked off because you asked for help. Asking for help helps you learn. When you look through things solely based on your own experiences and current knowledge, you may miss an opportunity to try something in a different way. People bring different expertise to different tasks. When you ask someone for help, it can help you see the situation and experience in a new way. By learning how to do something through asking for help can give you a new perspective and chance to help someone else with a similar concern. Asking for help connects you with others. We're not meant to go through life alone. This is especially hard for people who are wired to be fiercely independent. We need one another. Though we can't just ask anyone for help, we need to learn who we can go to so we can get the help we need. Maintaining connections to others keeps us from being isolated. Asking for help is a sign of strength. This is a hard one. Asking for help is usually viewed as a sign of weakness. You tried to figure it out and you failed. But that mindset needs to shift. It's not a sign of weakness or failure when you need help. I repeat. It's not a sign of weakness when you need to ask for help. My, uh, my mother always says that help is what you ask for. My sister quotes scripture, scripture when, which in essence says you have not because you ask not. Asking for help can be a challenge, but only if we allow ourselves to believe that seeking help is a burden. 
We are worthy of getting by with a, with a little help from our friends and family. I am a work in progress, but I will work on being more willing to ask for help when I need it. I hope you will do the same. Now, these two, of course, could be a show within themselves. And now I'm going to go over here uh, to the show chat room. We already have some uh, comments coming in. Bob writes, the only person I can change is me. And it would appear Bob has jumped off. Hopefully he'll come back. Uh, Gene writes, this goes exactly to what I just posted yesterday. Sometimes you have to make a decision that will break your heart, but give peace to your soul. And Tara says, indeed. And again, um, if you're there, Shauna, just jump right in. Yes, uh, again, I was just putting my phone back on the mount. So, yeah, that I can relate to um, to both pieces. Starting with the last, you know, you know, asking for help is a challenge. Some it was a bigger challenge in the past for me. I'm learning as I'm getting older um, that I'm going to need it. Um, example: Yesterday, I was under, I reached under my desk to plug something up and you know, kind of toppled over a little bit. <laughs> I was getting, and a gentleman was walking by at work, and he goes, you need help? And that first thing I honestly said was, I'm good. And then he said, you sure? And I said, no, if you can just <laughs> grab my arm, <laughs> you know, to get me up under this desk a little bit. You know, and for me, that might sound small and, you know, funny to other people, but that's huge for me, you know, to just ask for help with the little things. Um, and it is how you view it. I no longer view right. asking for help as a negative thing. Um, you know, like she said in her piece, you know, we're we're here to do life together in some, you know, aspects. And asking for help is definitely not a sign of weakness, but wisdom. You know, it is also wise on who you ask to help you, but that we will go into that a little later. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. I was going to say that too. Um, you have to know who you're getting help from. Because there are so many inexperienced experts out here. And I believe that, um, I think it was you, we were sharing something the other day um, about all of these people out here. There's been a rash of people out here getting these, um, they call them, um, well, their honorary doctorate degrees. And a lot of people flock to people because they hear that they're doctor someone. And society has taught us that doctor someone should know what they're talking about. And um, a lot of these people have these degrees that are called honoris causa. They are, and many of them have paid a fee to get a fake doctor's degree. Um, a lot of them are going to a specific school that I actually did call Florida about. Um, to get an understanding because all of the videos that they were showing and all of these things these people were talking about, what they do, they rent out a room at a hotel, and they have this fake so-called graduation. These people are here. They don't even know what the different um, hoods that they're wearing. As one person put it, he called it a cloak. But the hoods that they're wearing, what the color schemes mean, they have on these mm -hmm. doctor robes that are oversized and the actually degrees that they're presented with are not in proper format and order. 
Um, they jump around. But so many people, and some of them have been guests on this very show, have joined us. But a few years ago, there was a group of men. I called them the kings of the con. They had joined together and got all these women together, and they had taken all this money talking about making this book and this movie and all of this crap. And um, they had someone who was editing the book, and they claimed they had won the case. Little did they know that me being in law, I actually had the case filed, and that even wasn't true. Um, one of the gentlemen I wrote to, I let him know that I was willing to put all of them underneath of jail, and they all have criminal backgrounds anyway where they had already been incarcerated. The one gentleman oh, okay. I told I him and I promised. <laughs> and, huh? Like I know the group now that you said that. <laughs> but um, the one gentleman I promised that I would not put his name in it, but everyone else was fair game. Why? Because he gave me back every penny that I invested in this program. Mm-hmm. Um, because I told him that he was safe. Because, number one, his his record speaks for itself. And we as women and human beings, we need to stop buying into everything. Yes, this is me, C. Maria, the teacher, saying, I believed in the project. And when I invested my money and no one else, we had a whole private group talking about how to get our money back. I told people how to do it, how to get their money back. And because they decided to flip the script and write their own narrative, None of them got their money reimbursed because sometimes we don't want to, I want to do things my way. Now I just is proof positive that I just got my money back and posted my money order, my um, cashier's check or whichever one it was, it was a cashier's check, I think, because I wanted to make sure that that check or whatever he was sending wouldn't bounce. I got every penny back because I told him I'm willing to go toe to toe and put you all in jail. I had spoken to the FBI about this scam and scheme. Um, Other people had spoken to the FBI um, because some of them already had criminal backgrounds. I had no problem putting them back underneath of jail. His partner used to try to call me, but because of my phone system, I can block calls from coming through. I didn't want to hear from them or any of the queens and kings of the con that were part of their scam. And then a few years later, the same group shows up. They're getting these doctorate degrees. And then other people jumped on it. To this day, they said, I'm Dr. So-and-so, and and I'm Dr. That's why I don't talk to them. I don't invite them on my show because I'll let them know, you're not a doctor. This place is so trifling, this so-called school or whatever it is, some type of seminary, that they had some people who were notable figures and they had valedictorian across their, their things and sashes that said valedictorian. It's like, excuse me, that's not how that program works. These programs work in most places. And you can't be a valedictorian if you didn't go to class. So all of these things, but it goes to show that there are so many people out here who are hungry for the help, but there are also people who are hungry for the prestige and hungry for titles. And they're running around calling themselves doctor this, doctor that. They haven't been to one class. They paid a fee, and they got a fake degree. And it's sad because there's some people who've been on platforms with some of these fakers. And they're like, oh, I'm on here with doctor so-and-so. And every time I see people send me all of these invitations, I check everyone's credentials. And shortly after I talked to the state of Florida about this school, 
when they started doing their fake graduations, the people made it a point to say, my honorary doctorate. And I'm like, yeah, you have to make sure that people know that. And technically, legally, they should be telling people they're not real doctors. They just have a piece of paper that they paid a couple of dollars for. So you have to know who you're dealing with. I told people you know, from see, day one. Hold on, you have to see. You have don't skip over the fact you mentioned how you, what they're doing and all that, and you have to also listen to, um, to my listeners. Listen to this. They prey on you, <laughs> like people who mm-hmm. with the, you know these people with this this scheme and all this going on that they're doing. They prey on people who ask for help. That's why we mentioned you got to practice wisdom and know who you're asking. Yes, because if you come across as desperate, you know, you need a breakthrough. And we, you know, sometimes some of us have been there where it's like we're tired of being tired and we just need just one little breakthrough to push us, you know, push us over so that we can get to the other side. And they hear that in your voice. They hear that in your words. And then they start Mm -hmm. using their, you know, their their uh, their prestige, you know, these titles, the doctorate or whatever. And you get caught up in there, and then you end up sometimes worse than you were before you even met these people. I met them. So, uh, you know, I've, I've heard them. I met a couple, you know, via phone online. And I remember that they were pushing a program at this time. And they said, well, um, we're going to install this, you know, we're going to give you some software to do this X, Y, Z, and we're going to install on your computer, schedule a time, and we'll have our technician call you. And I remember the technician called, and I was sitting in my um, office, and I had my, my laptop up, which was relatively new at that time. And the guy started, you know, doing some things. And do you know my screen went blue, you know, the desk screen, that blue screen, uh-huh. um, a newer computer. And I was, but when he was doing and he was talking to me, and he said, okay, we're going to enter this here. And I said, I'm sorry, am I owning this software piece on my computer? <laughs> Because it seems like y'all pay one license fee, and you're telling everybody they're gonna, you're going to give it to them, and you're installing it on everyone's computer. And so I was so grateful that I was being protected by the powers that be that shut my laptop so that I wouldn't mm-hmm. get caught up in whatever they were selling and doing. <laughs> yeah. So be and, and, Just be careful. And to piggyback off of that, I forgot about that part. With this group mm-hmm. that I was now, I'm not too sure if we're talking. About, are we talking about the same group uh-huh. or not? But it, oh, we yeah, are. No, yeah. I think that there because, were a couple that went to jail. Uh huh. Yes, because that yeah. that that particular that particular software, and they had different versions of it. Or they would send you a link mm-hmm. and click on it. All of mm-hmm. those were malware, um, any type of where they were digging into your computers. They were getting access to your hard drive and all of your information. And they were spying on a lot of people's computers, to make a long story short. And so many people, uh, and the sad part was that females got involved with this scam. I'm thinking that they're a whole club of them. And uh, the thing is that females will work against other females, which is a sin and a shame within itself. But you all really have to know. Now, we're as we grow this year, we're going to start having some of our face-to-face meetings. So we're going to bring it to you live face-to-face, where if you need a hug, you can get a hug. And we're going to start teaching you some things, both having virtual and live 
face-to-face meetings. We're going to give you the information that you need. Why? Because we have spent a lot of money and time learning what we do, not just living it, but learning it to make sure that we're giving you the best information possible. You all were on my journey. Now, some people here call me Dr. Mom. Some people call me Dr. Dill, Dr. Mill, Dr. All types of things. To most, I'm just Grandma Pumpkin, but I'm also Dr. Pumpkin. I'm Dr. Everything. But do you hear me saying it? No. But these fake people have to let you know that they're Dr. Somebody. Do I say it every now and then? Of course I do when I have to. But, again, the real people don't go around flaunting it. And some of the most prestigious people out there that were notable names, and they have fallen for the same scam, and they, too, are running around calling themselves Dr. Somebody. I don't recognize these people. I don't appreciate it. I mean, these aren't people who have done something great in this world, who are world-renowned who have gotten honorary doctors and asked to be called doctor. These are people that paid a fee to a diploma mill. That's expanding because of them paying their fees that are still having these fake graduations, selling these people all of these fake information, and they don't even know what the color of their, their hoods are or their cloaks, as one of the recipients called it, a cloak. I'm like, a cloak? In case you all don't know, hoods have different meanings depending on the color. So you have to know what you're doing and why you're getting it. But this fake school seems to be expanding and growing, and there are more and more people, and I tend to ignore them because they learned nothing from dealing with the charlatans before, and then they bought right into this new, and then some have become tag teams where other family members have gotten a fake doctorate. You too can be a doctor for $795 in, in, a, in a fake letter from somebody saying that you deserve to be a doctor. We do a lot of great things. You know, some people are doing cute things with their businesses, but that doesn't warrant them. A real college would not give them a doctorate based on what they've done thus far. You have to do so much above and beyond and have to be so expansive. And then know, we have to know, because if I'm sharing a stage with someone who I know is presenting themselves as Dr. So-and-so with one of those fake degrees, then that cheapens who I am. And then suddenly you won't question that person. You all will wind up questioning me and my judgment. So we lead by example here. We want you to know that... We've been through the fires. We don't tell you about things that we don't know anything about. I'm never going to embellish or make pretend. Just like I said, today is about relationship recovery. We don't want you to lose your life savings to these charlatans. We don't want you to stay in bad relationships. We want you to be happy and healthy and thriving. And you can't do that when you're living lies. As I said, and it was so funny that I was just talking to my neighbor, she had driven off and all of this, and lo and behold, I'm looking at my security camera and my ex and in um, the truck driven by, the truck that he u- uses with, you know, without his no license self, but it was driven at the time by his, the neighbor that he had the affair with that was part of why I divorced him. 
Um, it looks like every time I see him, he's in a bright yellow, like an optic yellow shirt. So maybe he actually has a real job now because he lost the license and everything for his so-called construction business because um, he was scamming people right and left and she was helping him. But they drive up and they park next to my car. And by the time I had gotten up, I said, oh, hell no, and got into the front window. They were gone. And when I looked back at the replay, they drove up, they sat, and then they drove off and went to our parents' house, which you can see out my backyard. He gets out of the passenger side, walks around, and, of course, he has to give her the fake kiss. I've been there, done that, seen all of this before. And he gets into the truck that he has no license legally to be driving. He drives off. And um, she goes in her mama's and daddy's house, which is where she is now, I'm sure. So I had to laugh because he knows, and I'm sure that he told her that I have cameras all over my house. And I had just shared with someone, I believe it was you, Sean, or someone, that um, the other day I'd gone outside and I was walking to the mailbox and she had come from her parents' house and she was riding by. She had did the horn blow. She didn't know that it was me. And when I looked up and she looked at me, she had the dumbest look on her face. And I just stared at her and went back to getting my mail out of the box. So today, here they come driving up parking next to my car. And I'm like, okay, don't know what that was about. Um, but if she's stupid enough, as Tarjay was saying, as Tar, Tar was saying, is that when you're in these types of manipulative relationships, I saw all of this behavior. He couldn't get away with that with me, but he can do it with her, which is what he said. She was controllable. So if he, she's dumb enough to drive up and do this, because I'm sure she went home and said, I'm pretty sure that was your ex-wife. I thought it was somebody else, but I saw your ex-wife at the mailbox. So today, here they come driving up, sitting in front of my house for a few seconds before they drove off for no particular reason. Because to get to their house, you come up the street, you go straight across because their house is behind my house. And they go down a road that has the 25-year home build and his idiotical self, and their house is down there. So there's no reason for them to come up to be near my car at all, period, not negotiable. Um, even if they were getting mail out of the box, they could have made a U-turn and left. There was no reason for them to come all the way up to where my car is parked and sit by my car. But again, these are the games that his twisted mind plays, and she's dumb enough to fall for it. I've seen all of this behavior. So again, when you're talking about relationship recovery, people, so many of you who were hurt by the divorce and this and that, you go running outside wanting to curse them out and banging on the vehicle. No, like I said, Ringling Brothers left a few years ago, but it's obvious that they left a lot of their clowns between Washington, D.C. and my front door. So again, do I make a record of it? Yes, because I want it to be documented somewhere because it means that once again, maybe we're going into this tit-for-tat mode or I couldn't beat you. You're the only woman that I couldn't win against. Because you see people, and let me say this, another thing is, had I not divorced him, we would still be married because he would not have divorced me. But the neighbor should thank me because I let his worthless tail go. And again, my trash is now her trash. There's no treasure in that. And even if he has a steady job now, 
He's old. He's almost 60 years old. He won't have much to retire on, so he'll be working until the day he dies. And if something happens while he's driving that truck, he gets into an accident. It's probably in her name along with the insurance and everything else. So, again, you have to know when to let go. You have to realize that your worth, your life, your spirit, your peace is better than Dealing with situations like this with an ex, no matter who that person is. We all have our stories. That's why we're here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network, because we are trying to heal from our past hurt. If you go back and you listen to what Tar wrote, what Tar J wrote, it just rolls so well to say Tarjay, it's easier. <laughs> but um, when you go back and you read what she said, she kept saying this person until later on in what she wrote, she identified that person as her ex-husband, who happens to be my son. Now, some of you are probably gasping right now, like, wait a minute, what? How? You know, some of you are probably like, How? What the hell? I can hear you all saying this right about now, some of you. Again, this comes down to what? Relationship recovery. My son is no saint, but my son is a grown man. And if he's not doing right, and she and I have had these conversations a long time ago, not doing right, she had to get healthy for her and my grandchildren, period, period. Even if I took her out of the equation, those children deserve better than what they were going through. Period, people. It's not up for negotiation. If you're not going to take care of yourself, think about the children. Yes, children are resilient, and children notice everything. And at some point in their psyche, it will. come back into their lives yeah so, so many people you. They stay, but you know so many people stay you know in relationships you know with the liars it's because of the children um and like you said there's no recovery in that lie you have yep. you know it's you have to get to a space where you know you don't fear the unknown fear what it would be like to be a single parent, fear of what it would be like to, you know, have some of your income stripped away from you, you know, and we, we say, oh, well, I love my kids. I want them in a two-parent home. And I understand it. I, I wrestled with those same thoughts and lies when I was getting mm-hmm. ready to get divorced, you know, and it's, and so it's real, you know, and yes, you're, you're going to have less income at that moment. It, it can be rebuilt, but at that moment you are going to temporarily lose some income and you're not going to have that other parent in the house you know, to say, go to your dad or go to your mom, you know, but mm-hmm. when like Jean said, when you're seeking that peace, <laughs> and the word says the peace that passes all understanding, you put life in perspective differently and say, you know what, it's not worth it. I had to get to that space where I just had to remember to who I was. And I had once, and I asked, I just pray and say, God, just give me a glimpse, an ounce of remembrance of what peace felt like <laughs> prior to this storm. 
And when you grab a hold of that feeling of a little bit of peace, you chase it and you just don't let go. So let us all stop giving a lie on why we're doing it for the children. And I get understand it. There's reasons behind it, and it's real. I have a young lady I'm working with right now. She has six children. And so, you know, she said, I can't. I want to go, but I can't go because I have six kids. You know, so I can't consciously tell that girl, girl, it's going to be okay and go. You know, you have to make that decision for yourself. But with all decisions, you create a plan. And you walk in with them. And I will right. say that me, me getting divorced and leaving the cushion and the comfort of having that, you know, spouse and the things that came with it, today I have a peace <laughs> in my soul that I would never trade for the world. Right. And that's the thing. I can, I can see the ex drive up and sit. Long as they don't put their open up their door or they don't touch my property, I don't care what they do. But again, you have that peace, but it comes with having that confidence within yourself and taking that leap of faith to know, yeah. And, and let's go back a bit. When people say I'm staying for the kids, I always say, Are you really staying for the kids, or are you staying for? And and, and again. Tarjay hit on that when she said she was thinking about they wouldn't have the life that they had become accustomed to. So many people, they're not really, and this has nothing to do with her statement. It, what I'm saying is so many people are staying because they like the comforts. They like the cars. They like the, the, the jewelry. They like the this. They like the that. But they mask it as staying for the children. And the kicker is that so many women especially when you compromise yourself like that, you become that property that you did not want to be. And we need to understand this. When you pimp yourself out for, you know, that Porsche, or when you pimp yourself out for that mini mansion or that mansion, I've had guests on this, on this show that married wealthy people who then became their property, and they were treated as such. We have all of these things here. So you have to really know that all of that may go away, but you get this sense of worth when you rebuild it your way on your terms. And over in the show chat room, um, we'll just say TJ for now. Um, we'll say, say Tarjay. Anyway, I like Tarjay. I'm sorry. Um, she says, LOL, does roll right on together, Tarjet, Tarjay. Yep, it does. And she goes on to say, when my children said that they didn't want us to get divorced at first, uh-oh, it just jumped. When I says, When my children said they didn't want us to get divorced at first, but then they appreciated the peace, I knew I had made the right choice. Exactly. Um... She goes on to say doing it for the children doesn't work when the children are are hearing the arguments and crying amongst one another in their rooms because they don't want their parents arguing. One even said he sought out the school guidance counselor. I knew I had to make a change no matter how hard it would be. 
it would be a huge adjustment. There would be fears, but the three of us would bounce back. I actually like it. I need you all listening, wherever you are in this world, to hear those last words. She said she likes it, actually. She likes it. I enjoy the peace. I actually get pleasure out of seeing my ex with the neighbor because people like him don't change. They're monsters and they're master manipulators. And she's dumb enough to convince herself that he changed because of her. No, 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 no. Look at all of the shows. Go back and listen to every show. When I was going through this storm where he said how stupid she was and how controllable she was, and that's the type of woman that he needed in his life, I guarantee that somewhere she's taking care of that truck and everything else because he doesn't have a driver's license. So she's putting her insurance and everything on the line. If he kills somebody or tears up that truck, it's going to fall back on her. Remember, I used to say, and you can go all the way back, so you know this isn't just made up for 2020. There is somebody on my security cam in high heel boots doing like high step whatever they're doing. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, I'm like, okay, I just said Ringling Brothers left some clowns. Oh, you but mean anyway. like, I'm sorry, you, I'm sorry, you meant like right now you see that? Right now. Right oh, okay. now, high heel boots <laughs> and shorts. And shorts. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry, is it warm over there? Not yet. Kinky boots is coming oh. to uh, my neighborhood, <laughs> I guess. But anyway, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. Somebody came and got that person and took them back the other way. <laughs> okay. It is open chat, and I'm looking at my security cameras, and this is what I see. Everybody, I suggest you all get them, not just for security, but for the sheer pleasure of entertainment, because you never know what your neighbors and people are up to when you're sitting in your house surrounded by your walls, but when you have security cameras, you see the darndest thing. (laughs) Okay, so back to our topic. That was just too strange not to... Bring up because right. okay, <laughs> but again, you can't recover if you're staying in that sickening place. You know, when you're in the hospital, you go there and you're sick, and when you leave, you're supposed to be well and healing, so they won't let you stay in that sick place if you're healed. And healing may take the rest of our lives. And TJ, um, TJ says, your trash is now her trash, not her treasure. So she can have him. She gained nothing when she did you the favor of taking him. I, listen, people, thanks for saying that, Tarjay, because I want you all to understand something. If she wasn't so afraid of me, I would give her a hug because I know what she has. I know what he is up to behind her back. I know all of these things. He was a monster then. He's a monster now. He was useless then. He's useless now. He might have a decent job, perhaps, possibly, maybe, or maybe that's the new suit that he wears for his fake company. I don't know and I don't care. 
But I guarantee you, she is the breadwinner. But they're both irresponsible. So who knows? They'll end up at some point probably living in the backyard in mommy's house because daddy passed away. God rest his soul. But that family let him in, knowing that he was married to me. And then knowing, because the day that I said that he and I were getting a divorce, I saw him and his family at the mailbox. And I said, yeah, he's having an affair with a neighbor. He talked about the dirty women and this and that. Didn't say that the neighbor was his own daughter. He talked about these dirty, nasty, skanky women. This was her father. He didn't know that that the person that he was having the affair with was his own daughter. But lo and behold, they welcomed him in so that they could have someone to do free or cheap labor work on their home. And those two have been together. I divorced him in 2010. They started creeping in 28 when we got married. Oh, between eight and nine, I guess. Um, When I found out that I had that stranger in my house, he had to go. And I wasn't evil about it. He tried every trick in the book. He tried opening up the windows, arguing, having a one-side argument where my neighbors would call me and say, y'all arguing. I'm like, do you hear my voice? And it wasn't until they were like, well, I'm talking to you. So how can you be I'm not arguing with him. He wants to give that impression so that when we go to court, I try to divorce him. He wants to say that I was equally abusive to him. But he married the wrong one. And the bottom line is... Is, is simple, is that I can talk to you all about this, and I can talk to you all about it in the lightest form, because he has no bearings on my future and on my life. Do I trust him? No. That is why I keep security cameras inside and externally on my home, because if he and or she tries anything, in addition to what they've already attempted to do, they're going down. And if I can get the evidence that I need to get them down now, I will. Because neither has much to go on. And if she can make pretend like she is me and she will try to do things, that is what she has done and that's what she will continue to do. So do am I fighting a good struggle and battle? Yes, I am. I'm not going to sit up here and say, is either that B and call her out of her name and this and that. I'm like, they're both guilty, people. And in your relationships, if he cheated on you, they're both guilty. Don't just attack one party. Attack them both. Protect yourselves from that. Gene says, shame to be 60 and stupid. He learned nothing from life lessons. He doesn't have to learn anything. And most of you, your men, your partners that left you don't have to learn anything because they moved on to someone that they could control that's feeding their he goes and she goes or whatever it is. They are with someone that they can control that's giving them food on the table and a meal and buying them vehicles and things. This man does not have a driver's license. He kisses her goodbye and takes that truck and drives it illegally to wherever he's going. And she gives it freely. And this is what, go back, listen to my old shows, find one where I'm telling you all what he told me before I divorced him. Because all I ever said with him was that I'm divorcing you in a calm voice. He took it as a joke until he was served those papers. 
I was in one of the downstairs bathrooms with the door locked, and he said, you, you, you divorcing me. I'm like, well, yeah, I said I was. He was under the impression that he was going to have me and have the neighbor too. That wasn't going to fly in my world. Is she a skank? Of course she is. She was old then. When you old heads get out here and you all start to creep with other women's men, y'all just trifling. But I'm done with that. Why am I saying it then? Because this is a talk show. I'm the host. We're talking about relationship recovery, and I'm using it as an example to show you that I have been there, done that, and proof positive is where you can be in the end. And like you said, Shauna, it was a, it, I'm sure that it was a big adjustment for you. Mm-hmm. Huge. But I did it, and I'm alive, and survived, there you and doing better. There you and doing better. I'm telling you, I would here, prefer to sit here alone, you know, and, and I'm not saying I'm not lonely. I, you know, I'm actually in a relationship now, but, you know, if I had to do it all over again, sometimes I say, you know, why in the world did I stay so long? And you talked about, you know, not having the confidence and all that. And for me, there was so, I told myself several factors, but, you know, I just, you know, I came from a two-family home, and so I was like, I can't do this to my children. Um, and I used to think it would get better. You know, like, oh, he'll 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 wake up one day and realize, you know, the awesome family structure we have, and I waited for that to happen, and that didn't happen during the marriage. And I think that sometimes, and I can't tell you how long I thought about this, and you know, it wasn't a deep part of why I stayed for as long as I did. Um, you know, but a lot of women, you know, they, they sit there and they tell themselves, well, I'm not leaving because I be, I put in all this time and I don't want the next person to benefit from what I've done and what I've built in this person. And if I can tell you ladies that that is a lie from the pit of hell, (laughs) when we leave people, we leave relationships, is it? possible that they're going to become better and they learn lessons? Absolutely. But should you really base your life, your happiness, your peace on a gamble of they're going to be better with somebody else? I don't want them to have it. It's not a competition. Let that pride go. Let your ego go out the window and just seek what we talked about, the peace. Seek the peace. Mm -hmm. I want him to do well because if he's doing well, that means my son is going to be well, you know, emotionally and mentally around him. You know, I want him to, you know, excel. If he gets into a relationship, I don't know if he's in one or not, but if he gets into a relationship and that person is doing well by him and he's growing and stable in a higher capacity with the mental, you know, space, awesome. Then my son can see two homes where mommy and daddy are happy and we can get along, we can co-parent well. We'll love it. But I, I just, I know I have a, a somebody that I speak to regularly. She stays because she just refuses to lose, and she doesn't oh, realize wow. she has sacrificed her grand prize herself. Don't stay as though it's a game. It's not. It's life, and it's so sad because you're missing out on so much more. And I'm not one to say, you know, everyone says, oh, when God closes one door, another door opens, blah, blah, blah. 
So if he, you know, your relationship ends, it's a, you know, you're king and knight in shining armor is waiting for you. I'm not saying all that because I don't know what your future holds. But you never will be able to entertain the possibilities if you're still holding on the trash. Yep. And I want to say this, because you all know me, I'm the rebel on the mission with a cause. If God closes one door, another one might not open because you're too stupid to have to go through another one because you're bound to make the same mistakes until you learn your lesson. So the bottom line is simple. Until you learn, don't you open another door because you're going to continue the same vicious cycle. Let me say this again. When God was lucky, you were lucky enough that God came in and closed that door for you. Don't you go run into another door, and maybe he's going to leave the next door locked until you learn your lesson. Because you wonder why you keep going, 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 going back and doing the same things over and over again. It's because you haven't learned your lesson. You haven't you learned haven't, you your haven't lesson. You haven't, take, you haven't, you haven't realized. Healed. Right. You have, to, yeah, you have to invest in healing. You have to invest in healing. It's nothing like, right. okay, the relationship ended. Okay, so I, you know, I go out and I, you know, do a, a waiting to exhale night with my girls or, you know, whoever. And then in, you know, two weeks, a month, okay, I feel better now. I'm no longer crying. I'm healed. Just because the tears may have stopped flowing does not mean that the healing has occurred. Healing takes right. time. You have to go and dig right. deep and look within. You have to unpeel the right. layers of the onion that you have built, the walls that you have built, the levels of distrust, the levels of hurt. Healing through right. hurt is a process, people. And it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I can't tell you, oh, in one year after your divorce or you're in a relationship, you're gonna be ready to go, so wait one year. I'm not gonna put a time on it. Everybody is different. Right. Thank you. However, you have to invest in yourself. Re- rediscover you. Right. Right. When I was going through my thing, see, I told you. Yeah, people with my some of my friends laughed at me. But it was just like, you know, I made a decision to find me and to discover new things. And I told you before on the show, I went to a lot of meetup groups. Mm-hmm. And meetup group is not a dating site, so don't call or email saying I was on the dating site. It is not, but it's not right. wrong with that. That's what you're supposed to do. But meetups, I literally would just, let me find, oh, I want to learn how to, you know, oil paint. And I would go to a meetup on oil painting. Oh, I just want to play games today. Oh, I want to go bowling. I met some of the funnest people from bowling. These people would start bowling at 8 o'clock and not into 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> doing conga dances, line dances down the bowling alley. I mean, it was fun. Start la- I had to learn to laugh. Start laughing again. Right. There's so much healing in laughter and in tears. And Bunch once I started a- laughing again, because, see, I didn't laugh in my marriage. When I... The first time I laughed after the separation part, I cried because I'm laughing and I'm with a group of people and I literally started crying and they're like, oh, my God, you know, what's wrong with this girl? And I said, I apologize and said, I'm sorry. I haven't laughed in over 10 years. And I forgot how good it felt. Yep. I forgot how good it felt. And we're going to get to the... um I'm sorry, I was about to, <clears throat> I did cough. Oh, my goodness. But sorry about that, folks. We're going to get to the comments in a section, but something that you said 
um, that you didn't laugh in, in, in your marriage. You didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. And these are the little things that we lose ourselves in. And one other thing I want to say is that when you come out on the other side of all of this, you're someone new. You're not mm-hmm. that old person. So you have to take whatever time you need to learn who this new person is. I'm still learning. And let me go over here because there's a lot of comments over in the show chat room. Oh, let's see. Where do we let me go back and read some. Where are you at? I can go. I will never forget. Is that where um, we are? TJ, yes, I will never forget. Uh, so TJ says, I will never forget going with you to that office to get things going with your divorce and how you cried, but you also said, I did it. I just want my life back. Woo, that's yep. awesome. That was powerful. Gene, yep. uh, so let's see. Divorcing him, see how his leaving impacted you. You've paid all of your bills. Your nonprofit began to flourish. Your shows began to take off, and you graduated with your law degree. Um, so, yeah, your life is not the same without him. <laughs> it's hilarious how energy vampires think you would not prosper in life without them when, in fact, they are the cause for the stagnancy in your life. Once you let them go, the blessings begin to flow. Can we get an amen on that? TJ says, to to piggyback off of what Shauna said, like you said, some women are afraid of the man moving on and being good for another woman. But what's quote-unquote good for another may not be good for you. And then she says, my mother stayed with my dad when he clearly in caps said he wasn't going to marry her because he had one failed marriage already. She claimed that she she was going to make him stay and do right by me. The year after I, I left Maryland at 19 and moved to Georgia, he sold the house right from under her and moved on with his life. He is married and happy now, but with his ex-wife. And that's See? a show for another day because with his yeah, ex-wife. I, I was sitting there looking at that like, I was like, ooh. <laughs> and she's a nice lady. I have to tell you all, mm-hmm. I met her, and she's a – yeah, I know people probably like, what is going on between you two? Okay, yes, I know her dad, and I know his ex-wife, and the whole nine mm-hmm. yards, and she's a very nice person. And um, I know we have to do this one day. Gene <laughs> says, okay. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, again, one of these days we have to do the bold and the black and the beautiful. <laughs> But again, we have to do a show one day on blended families. Yes. And that includes everything from how, like you said, you're with someone now and how he gets along with your family now. You're not married yet, but, or, you know, you have Mm -hmm. that interaction and how you all have, again, go back, listen to the old shows. You all know how this transition took place. You have Allie B. Allie B is my stepdaughter. Why? Because I'm not married to the man that we have just been talking about, her biological dad. I'm not married to him anymore. But she's still my stepdaughter, and they're still my granddaughters, all three of them, all three of my munchkins, munchkins number three, four, and five. So, again, my daughter-in-law, a.k.a. Tarjay, is no longer married to my son. But I'm still there. That must mean that I'm one awesome person. But anyway. You are amazing, girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you all, you, you want to know for me in 1995, I will too teach you how to be the best parent, a.k.a. in-law and step-parent you can be even at. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> and say, uh, look, and she said, and Tarjay says, I love my stepmother dearly, though at this age he is able to be the husband he couldn't be at the time. Sometimes flames can be rekindled and things work out for the best. Most times you need to leave things in the past. Oh, I skipped Jean. Jean said, no wonder y'all get along so well, Kathy. Yeah, you, <laughs> you and Tarjay share you similar stories fish. about your birth. <laughs> and then he said, okay, Walmart 1995. <laughs> 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 and we might, he goes, she might even throw in a bottle of uh, blessed water, anointing oil or something. <laughs> If they can buy a fake degree, I know they can buy some of my healing water. (laughs) Y'all can buy some of my healing water. If you can buy a fake degree, you can buy some of my healing water. And that's for me at (laughs) $199.99. So, well, we have to go back because I think you missed some. um, Tajay says, the same ex-wife that he cheated on with my mother. And how I came about. Oh my! Yeah, we oh, need to do another. We need to do another show. We need to. That might be a late night show with some wine or something. This needs to be a late night show. It's a Saturday where we tell all of the dirt. Right. <laughs> we need to go to a nighttime <laughs> show. Right. <laughs> okay. Healing after um, dark. <laughs> yeah, healing after dark. Oh, we should do that. That's going to be a new segment, healing after dark. Yes. <laughs> Baby's born out of Central, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Infidelities after dark. <laughs> yes. Infidelity good. after dark. We tell all this. You know what? We may be on to something here. <laughs> a lot a of new people be calling that. Chat show. <laughs> new WeChat. Oh, yeah, we used to have that WeChat because it was for women empowerment, mm-hmm. but it was WeChat. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. We have to work the, on the, that. The, so, the everybody. Oh, that would be fun. I might be alive on there. That would be fun. We have to um, get together <laughs> and talk about this. That, look, that may be one of our new segments coming mm-hmm. in 2020. It may be at one of our new set. Matter of fact, it's going to be because I'm thinking that yeah, maybe if someone came on and said this show is gold. If they said this show is gold. That show, ooh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Make sure what time. And you, Shawna, you could take all the naps you need because on like a Saturday right. night or probably a Saturday night because we have to wind down from Friday. Saturday night, right. late night, we can put on a show. And it will be that after dark show, and oh yeah, mm-hmm. we need to yeah. See, this is what we do here, people. <laughs> this is how we evolve the world. That will be ooh ooh ooh. Mm. Yep, late night. Okay, but again, let's go back to what Tajay said. I'm though. That's interesting. The 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 woman. Now, he went back to the, the ex-wife who he cheated on with her mother. <laughs> and then she came out of that relationship, and then he proceeded to go back 
to the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. They, yep. Some, some, they seem to find their way home often. And a lot of times they do. And this is a kicker. Um, I think that for so many people, when you think that he's happy with the other woman and this and that, they never forget. What I've learned from some of the most dog men that I know is that they never forget the woman that was truly, madly, deeply about business mm-hmm. and in their corner. They never forget. They never forget. Not at all. Not once. That person is always mm-hmm. the ghost in the darkness. That I'm gone. Oh, I'm back. There we go. That was quick. You didn't go far that so, time. We heard you. <laughs> I didn't go far that time. I'm like, and I'm gone. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> That's why I have five or six different systems going here, people, so that we can keep it moving. Um, mm-hmm. Jean writes, sexy, sexy, sassy, and scandalous. Welcome, the ladies of infidelities after dark. <laughs> so, ladies, you. if we're going to make it a thing, <laughs> Jean, if I'm we're going to make you. this a thing, <laughs> Think about it though. So let's that sexy, could be one. Which one do I want to be? <laughs> Which one do I want to be that night? <laughs> I'm scandalous sexy, all day long. <laughs> so between the two of you, you can be sexy and sassy. <laughs> so Tarjay and, and you, you all can be some, sexy I've and got sassy. Some skeletons in the closet. <laughs> Depends on how much wine I drink, I might tell it all. <laughs> so again, now this is this is the thing. We have to get Tarjay on board because she has to be a part of this discussion. Oh, and she's going to do it. it. Tarjay, aren't you going to do it? Say yes. <laughs> Look, she LOLing right now. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like give me to say it. I'm like, see, it can't work without you. We need you to be a part of this. Because, see, no, because what we're doing here is that we're representing not only this, different age categories. That's yeah. the thing. We're representing different views of point. We can talk about everything that um, we can, we'll talk about different all types of things. It's after dark. It's adult conversation. It's things that are not meant for children. We're going to keep it classy oh, and yes. elegant. We said yes. 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 And it's going to be great. I'm telling you. Because this is, I think that we can dance around relationship recovery all we want people, but it takes this type of a conversation, this type of thing for us to grow and to learn and to bring our experiences and the experiences of others together. Remember my book, Silent Noise Lip Service, was inspired Mm -hmm. by my story and the story of others. So, again, these are the types of things that, oh, let's see if we can find a piece in here that we can use that um, says enough about, let me see. Y'all can talk about something else. Let me see what I can find here for a second. She you know, went down the rabbit hole. We don't know what she's looking for. <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm trying to look through my book and see what oh, a good okay. piece of Gene. I know you have the book. Um, I was say, I'm going to try to reach mine. It's up on the top shelf over there. 
this well, I'm excited. You know, this is the thing with when you have live radio, you know, you just your mind wanders in a thousand and one directions and sometimes you just have to follow it. <laughs> so I right. appreciate that. But you know, this is um this is good. I think that as we grow more and more into our healing, you begin to own your story and that's part of it. And some of you will never share the depths of your story you know, publicly on the radio like this. There's things I'm not going to tell you about me because it's just certain things that I'm just not going to tuck away. I'm just tucking away because wisdom says not to say it. However, when you begin to own, you know, who, who you are, you the mistakes you've made, you know, how far you've come, you, beca- you begin to come into peace with yourself because we talked about, you know, become you know, getting finding peace, leaving your you know, leaving that pain, and you know, getting hold getting a hold of your peace. But you can leave a situation, and, and you can still have the chaos within yourself, and still not have peace. So that's hence why we're talking about this. You know, you're healing through hurt. You know, when you when you find yourself, when you you know, discover. Hey, you know what? I'm not that bad. You know, hey, I'm actually funny, or hey, I'm actually quite smart, you know, and you just begin to yep. walk in your truth. Quit hiding from your truth if that's who you, if that's what you've been doing. You know, I encourage you to stop hiding from that truth. We've, we've all made mistakes. So when you listen to this sexy, sassy, and scandalous show, you might hear some things from somebody, whether it be one of us or a caller, that you're going to be like, what? But this is the thing. We've all made mistakes. My mistake is no greater than your mistake. It's just a different mistake. Now, my mistake or your mistake may have Im- have impacted people differently, and we'll discuss that then. But we've all yep. made mistakes, and whatever your mistake is, it's part of your truth. It's part of your story. And until you look that in the face and accept your, your role in those actions, you're not going to have peace within so we're trying to get you whole and we're trying to get you healed holistically, not just healed on the surface, not just healed because you walked away. You're not going to look back again, but healed holistically so that you can move on in life and love life and live it to its fullest. Did you find your peace? I have the peace and I want to say this. We're going to take that show up a notch. We're going to ask people to write in, and like we do in the beginning, and I read these, because as you said, some people don't want their voice to be heard because somebody is going to recognize their voice. So we need you to, we're going to start right now to send us your stories. When we get ready, we will take care of reading your life on the show and then we will give our own commentaries about that. Oh, you want to do Jingle Bells? <clears throat> I was thinking of <laughs> I Love Me Some. Um, we're getting <laughs> over in our show chat room. Jingle Bells, I'm trying to remember the titles of favorites. You like Jingle Bells. Okay. Um, I Love Me Some is what I had picked only because of the topic that we're talking about today. Um. Oh, read both. <laughs> um. Let's see. It's funny. 
So You Took My Man, but that's probably one we can do for that particular show. I want to do I Love Me Some, okay. only because of the topic that we've been talking about today in relationship recovery and learning how to love ourselves. Um, Jean, mm-hmm. you keep talking. We have about 34 minutes in the show. If we can get in another one of your favorites, I'll do that one too, but Right now, I want to do I Love Me Some, and um, it goes a little something like this. And remember, this is tied into our show today and why this, I think, works so well. I need to put this plan in place. I want to feel love's warm embrace. Dinner was great. Have some wine, relax, and meditate. Let me put on some mood music. Hold on a second. Let's just do this. Put on a little bit of mood music. Okay. Put on some smooth jazz. Oh, wow, that added ambiance and pizzazz. A hot bath would be nice. Great mood and dim lighting. The bath water is inviting. Rub my body down with fragrant oil. I could really get spoiled. Jump in bed and get comfy and warm. I really need to make this a norm. So this is what life used to be when I made time to care for and love me. Try it for yourself. Discover what you like. Now make a promise to yourself to stop your personal loving me strikes. And at the end, I said, become your own best friend, which is where you need to be after that breakup, after that trauma. You need to learn who you are and who you're going to become, who you're becoming now. You need to get to know that new person that you're going to see in the mirror. Gene said that he wants jingle bells. And I think it's single bells, but okay. We're just going to make it whatever you want, Gene. We're just going to make it whatever you want. Let me see something here. He wants You know, we mess up names and stuff here, so it's okay. Jingle bells, single uh, yeah. bells. It's a lot of things. We do. We do. I'm like, <laughs> did you just say jingle bells? I'm pretty sure it's called single bells, but okay. Um, <laughs> As I sing jingle bells in my head. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I told you I couldn't remember the title. <laughs> Is that the one? Are you thinking of the one that I wrote for the holiday season that celebrated the um when my divorce was finalized? I'm waiting for him to say if that's the one that he was thinking about. And there's one called Addicted, too. Um, that's pretty interesting. Um, from the spelling on down to the piece itself, but again, in keeping with this particular show's topic, I will do single bells. This is dedicated to Eugene. <laughs> um, yes, when your divorce was fin- was vaginalized, you know what, bye boy. Anyway, I, you know what, Gene. <laughs> 
There's a story behind Vagina Lies, too. There's a story behind that we will share at another day. But we're going to do Single Bells because it's by popular demand um, from Eugene. Um, So it starts something like this. Once again, it's the holiday season, the time when folks are happy. Same as last year, I have no reason to celebrate this season. We used to have a beautiful life. But that was when I was your girlfriend, then your wife. Our house would be full of people socializing and dancing the night away. Then you up and said one day, you no long, you, you're no longer happy living this way. What the hell am I supposed to do? I have no life without me and you. Folks smile and wish me a happy holiday. I wish they would just go away. I don't want to live another day. I can't go on living this way. We used to go out on the town and mingle. Now I sit home miserable and single. I've got to get out of this funk I'm in. Feeling this way should be a sin. I need to remember the older days when being single was a welcome phase. I'm not quite sure when I stopped loving me. Living single is no longer a valued commodity. My love investments turned out to be a total crock. It was a portfolio full of useless stock. Long-term investments yielded little or no return. My life hit a brick wall, then suddenly crashed and burned. Friends and family are out enjoying the season. I'm sitting here home alone for no really good reason. Take note to this myth I'm going to dispel. To all the couples out there, Lord knows I wish you well. I'm going to have a hell of a holiday too as a single bell. And I go on with a commentary about this piece. I said, they say the holiday season is one of the worst times of the year for those who are alone. On December 21st, 2010, I was busy celebrating my freedom from the evil within. On December 21st, 2011, I actually heard the silence and felt the loneliness for a few moments. For 12-21-2012, I will be celebrating as a single bell in recovery mode who can smile again. I know that many who read this piece were expecting a different ending. But it is that unusual or normal thought pattern that keeps us in the same vicious cycle. Change your thought pattern and change your life. Write down your promise to yourself, even if you are alone. So that's Single Bells. That's the piece that I wrote for the holiday season because my divorce was finalized right before Christmas in 2010. And each year for several years, I kept a journal of how I felt on that particular day. So again, I want to say to you all, because again, these two pieces directly tied into our show for today. And I'm going to leave you with Addicted 
that will is the official ushering in and start of our program. And by the way, again, I always say the divine timing steps in when it should. I had already decided that we will be off next week so that we can start putting together more show ideas and things like that. Well, now we know what we will be working on. After this show ends, I will be uh, doing putting everyone in our private chat so that we can start working on this new venture and I can start working on the promos and hopefully with Jean and Shauna, um, if you all and, and TJ, if you want to help with some designs of our promo materials, that would be great. I'll start putting up something in the meantime during my downtime, but I wanted to do this piece called Addicted and it's spelled A-D-I-C-K. T-E-D, so that you understand of what we're about to embark upon, and I think that a lot of people need this. In addition to us coming here week after week talking about issues that we do on this program, the After Dark program is going to delve into our deepest, darkest heartaches, pain, and desires. So this is Addicted. I snort your words as they distort my brain. Come on, baby, show me your syringe. Inject me with the elixir within. Mood music. You make my body quiver and shake. I want to OD on your thick milkshake. My mind is running and my heart is racing. Slow down, baby. We need to start pacing. You leave tomorrow for a two-week trip. You better hook me up to an IV drip. I can't live without you. I need you all the time. I'm willing to lose my house, my car, and give you my every dime. You you always supply me with what I need in the nick of time. Some say you aren't worth a nickel, but I give you my every dollar to keep this sister happy and make my body holler. That's addicted, and so many of you are addicted to all of the wrong things, and some maybe to the right things for all of the wrong reasons. So our After Dark segment is going to take you to a place that many of you only dream about being, some of you have actually experienced, but we're going to bring it all together for you. And then we're going to go from there. So. Well, I think that that's a great ending space, actually. (laughs) Um, I really do, because I was like, that's that's it. You know, we're, it's not a lot to say after that. You know, we have, we get addicted to chaos. We get addicted to a lot of wrong things. Everything good is not from above or the best thing for you. So I think that's a great ending spot. For today, and I was like, we "Wait, come out everybody of got quiet." Yeah, because it was like, "Whoa, snap, 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 snap!" I'm snapping, snap, 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 snap. snap. <laughs> I was like, "Hello." <laughs> it's Girl, like I can hear the silence again. all over the world. <laughs> I can hear the silence y'all all over the world. It's like, y'all wasn't ready whoa. for that, was y'all? Like, oh, what? <laughs> See, my piece was meant to make me think. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
they are meant to make you think. They are meant to make you apply it to your lives. It has nothing to do. It may not. And while Shauna said that, you know, there's some things, a way to release is that you might hear our private stories disguised as someone else. You never know what you might hear right. on After Dark. You never know what's coming on After Dark. We want you, and we're going to really push this before we get started. We want to have your stories. We want you to know that you can send them to us in the utmost of confidence that we will do you proud without identifying who you are. We want to hear your stories. We want to know what's going on in your life. And it may be deep in some of these issues. There are other pieces in here. Runaway Child is another one. It's so many pieces that, not just in this book, but pieces of people's lives that we're going to delve into. So again, you want to get involved? You want to tell us your story? And I'm going to really push this and put this out there um, on several places because we want to hear your stories. You can send it to us several ways. If you want to give us a call first, we're just going to make a main number uh, 202-618-2556, 202-618-2556. Visit us on the website, thewallfoundationinc.org, or my personal website, um, cmariawall.com. That's cmariawall.com. Uh, my email is letsgrow at cmariawall.com. Shauna, if you want to give them yours, or you want to keep it as a central location, no, that's just, great. Yeah, let's keep a central location, and then that way we can, you know, not confuse the listeners. I'm good with that. Y'all know okay. where to find us. <laughs> you know where to find us, 202-618-2556. For this, let's grow, L-E-T-S-G-R-O-W, at cmariawall.com. Let's grow at cmariawall.com. Um, Jean writes three viewpoints, three experiences, three ladies of strength and integrity. Join the ladies of After Dark to explore the real conversations that cannot be had. You see the light after dark. I oh, like wow. That. Jean is already working on it. Snap, Jean snap, is snap, already snap, working snap, snap. on this. And the thing is that Yes, as you can see, we will have male points of views, too, and we want to hear your stories as well, gentlemen. So we're not going to leave any stone unturned. The original tagline for Healing Through Hurt was real people, real stories, real hurt, real healings. So, again, we're keeping with that. We're taking it to another level, and we're stepping up our game. We're going to come back with you in a few weeks. We will be back week after next with our regular Saturday show and give you an update on where After Dark is going. Um, I like what I like this vision. And again, this is what happens when we come together. And and one thing that I did this morning when I was pulling the reports 
was that it says um, it was one that said, um, oh, what was it? By sources, I think, or something of that effect. And, or by means that people listen to our program. And by far, these programs are downloaded after the live show. We do have people that are listening live. I see you here and all of that, and I know that you're listening. Um, But our biggest draw are the downloads. So people will hear the shows far and wide after the fact, and the downloads are what are being shared all over the place. So, again, so many people wondering how she can be on – because. We talked about competitions earlier, and people want to know how I can stay alive and how I'm evolving and how I'm changing. It's because we're very transparent. We keep it real. We appeal to the world, not just one demographic, not just one socioeconomic group. So many people, you want to know what the secret is? You are thriving in stagnant water. The end. Enough said about that. Um, I want people to understand that we are a mixture here, men and women, from all socioeconomic backgrounds and ethnicities from all over the world. I get thousands, not hundreds, thousands of correspondences weekly, weekly. One of my email accounts has over 43,000 emails. Can I get to all of them? I'm trying. I think I'm doing a good job by skimming through some and picking the best of the best and going from there. And then I do try to get the people that just want to be heard. So there are times when I'm mentioning things and I don't try to put spotlight on anyone because so many people are still healing through their hurt. And some people are still at square one. So that's why you'll hear me just bring up a topic or subject because I know that that person is hearing what needs to be heard without putting them on blast or making them think that, oh, my gosh, they're saying it in such a way that if my family is listening, they'll know that they're talking about me. I spent years learning this form of speaking for a specific reason. I know what it was like to grow up where people might know, I don't want to be on this show. People might hear my voice. Like some people believe that they're just that darn popular where people are really following them like that other than their small circle of, you know, um, dumbfounded disciples. But other than that, it's like seriously, nobody cares on that level. Me, because of my background and where I came from, I realized that, I'm C. Maria Wall, and I mean something to a lot of people all over the world, but it still feels strange to me as a person because I was brought up to be invisible and for a long time thought that most people were hoping that that one incident would happen that would just erase me, and then I would just be gone. And to know that some people were under the impression that I was gone for many years, before they walked in my house and saw me alive and well. So I know what it's like to be the walking dead or to be assumed to be gone from here. So for me, everything that I say and do, people, we're on this journey together. And today, we literally have just evolved. And I'm glad to see 
My daughter-in-law, by the way, she's my daughter-in-love, as we call ourselves now, but it's still Dylan Mill. We've come, I've watched her come a long way from the days when my then son and her then husband was deployed and I went down to see an empty house. And I remember the first time we cooked flowerless chicken and how now she's cooking all these exotic dishes and getting out her recipes and her and my grandson there in the kitchen making all these things, whether it be stuffed pineapples and fulefa, fufu, papa, whatever, you know, some dish she'll make out of the blue. I'm like, what? You're making what this week? And I'm like, okay. And, you know, whatever it is this week, they are trying new things, and she has grown by leaps and bounds. And such. And the, life is such a blink of an eye in such a short amount of time. She's come out of this shell. And so many of you are still sitting at home saying, I'm still not getting why you all are still friends. Again, that's a show for another day because we don't have enough time left. We have 14 minutes left in this show. And today was fun, people. And it was just our inner circle for the most part. And the kicker is it seems like this was one of the most fun shows that we've had in a while. And there's something to be said when it's just us, the inner circle. And that's why I always tell people, and they say, but, you know, we want people to call in and we want, not necessarily, because some of my best shows, if you go over on Mixcloud that I spoke about earlier, and you listen to all those old shows, they pick some of the very best shows that I did. And some of those shows were from, gosh, um, years ago. And they were shows that were me. They were shows that were just me. And now our family has grown where they're starting to see new people. And trust me, people, because you are connected to me, people tend to cling to you, and they want to look and feel, make, see that you can make them feel the way that I have done. So when I'm on vacation or maybe I'm just retired, they're going to still look to you all for those answers. They're going to look to Shauna G and Tarjay and, and Brother Eugene to be in the chat room making everyone laugh. If you haven't seen the, I'm going to put it in the show chat room, but if you have not been on Mixcloud, as I said earlier, I just did a search for my name, and I found Mixcloud, and they have put together some of my best shows for the last 10 years. And you can just go on there and listen until your heart is content. Because it's everything from the Sunday morning inspiration to the Saturday morning motivation, healing through hurt, I talk radio. It is a mixture of some of my best shows. And it really took me down memory lane. And I'm planning on going back, just clicking through to listen to some of my old shows. And like I said, I came across one that was titled, Trust Me, It's Not Rain. So I can only imagine what I was talking about on that particular show. I have a general idea, but again, trust me, it's not rain. So we're going to go around. If you all want to leave us with something in the show chat room, type it in now. I'm going to turn the mic over to Shauna so that she can give her ending words. But like I said, this to me was one of the best shows that we have had in a long time. And we've had great shows. And then there's this. When we come together and it's just the inner circle doing what we do best. In some cases, our conversations have confused some, and we'll promise you we'll explain all of that on another show. 
But for most, um, a lot of people, they love what we do. They like the way that we, the synergy between us. They like the way that we just talk freely and that we respect one another and that we joke and we laugh and we laugh some more in the midst of chaos throughout the world, in our lives, um, how we can talk about things that happen to us and we can move on from that. And that's what we want you to learn how to do. And that's what we're going to teach you both here and at some of our seminars and webinars that we have coming up later this year. We want you to be the best person you can. We want you to be happy. We want you to enjoy living in life. And we promise you we're going to do our best to help you get there. So, Shauna, I'm turning the mic over to you, sis, and then I'll look back in the um, chat room to see if the rest of the family has um, any parting words now that you all have become a part of a much bigger picture. Um, mm-hmm. It's time for us well, to rise. So. Yes, and we will rise, and we shall rise, and we are rising, y'all. One of the things that um, when you were just saying speaking, the word authenticity came to mind. And so I thought, you know, relatively quickly, now why and why did that come to mind? And I think that as we all move through our healing process and as we take steps forward, and to be honest, you're going to take a few steps backwards. And we just hope that you continue to get back on track to move forward, but build authenticity within yourself. Build authentic relationships with people to support you through this process. Find someone or a group of people, whether it be a counselor or just a friend. Let it be an authentic relationship where you can honestly let your hair down and have that fireside chat with them, kind of like we did today. Um, where you can share your thoughts, your pains, your your dreams, because we want to move you from not just the healing process, but to move into the dreaming and then letting this, seeing those dreams come to reality. Authenticity came to mind because I want you to focus on being authentic with yourself when you look in that mirror and that you can have authentic relationships to support you through this process, and that's what we're here for, to provide you with that, some hope, honesty. We're going to have some trust conversations. We're here to support you and here to support one another because we're still all walking that journey in some certain aspects of our lives. We are. So we're here to join arms with you, to support you, and we love you. And thanks again for joining us this week, and we look forward to joining you in a couple weeks with some new ideas and some new conversation. But in the meantime, if you need to reach out to us, C gave you all the information, please reach out to us via email. Do not suffer in silence alone. We love you and thank you for listening. Have a great week. And what Shauna said about today's fireside chat, as you know, with the dark coming, with after dark coming, we're about to turn up the heat. So, Again, um, as she said, I want to thank you all for being here. Now, back over to the show chat room. Jean writes, life may find a way of distracting you from your calling, but don't let people and situations distract you too long from the goal. When you live in integrity and faith, 
your life always seems to get back on track to the big picture. Don't worry about what people say behind your back. Your blessings will shine right in their face. I like that. Your blessing will shine right in their face. And Tarjay says, always know your worth. Um, always know your worth. Never allow anyone or anything to make you feel that you have to stay where you don't feel worthy. And again, people, one thing that we don't do here, we don't bathe in stagnant waters. TJ Job goes on to say, you cannot heal in the sick place. And I think that can be a show within itself, TJ, because healing in the sick place can take on a lot of meanings. So we can work on that. We're going to get together within this week and um, we will not be on next week. That gives you a lot of time to listen to some of our older programs and shows. It's our time to also regroup, refresh and rejuvenate. So we won't be on, um, on the 29th, but we will be back on March the 7th right here, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, for another Focus Female Global Chat Cafe. And by then, we should have an update on the After Dark segment. We hope to... Now, Shauna, what's our... That will be what week? We do have set we'll, we'll weeks. We'll talk logistics. We not, Let's talk behind. Let's talk off the scene because we have to... No, 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 no. And things like um, that. No. Um, what's next week? The third week is... Um, the fourth week is oh. Open Chat. Oh, we have the second wow, and the third week. The third week is holistic living. Now, what was the second week? Because we'll be coming back on. Well, actually, we'll be coming back on the first week, which we don't have anything for on the first week. So that'll be the first Saturday, right? Isn't it? The first right. Saturday in March. So, yeah, we don't have anything that's part of our regular schedule. We don't have anything nope. on that week. It just so happens that this month had five Saturdays. Or six, what does it have? Six? One, two, three. No, it has five. Four, five. No, it has five. It has five Saturdays. So um, we're going to take off next week. Again, divine timing. And um, so we'll be back that first week, which we don't have any planned shows on the first week yet. Got to remember what the second week is, but the third week will be holistic living or living life holistically in so many ways, whether it be living off the land or whatever. Um, <laughs> and by the way, our show that's going strong, that's still the most popular show, is The Benefits of Water, according to BTR. So that's the one that's been okay. trending. And the popular category was The Benefits of Water. So again, um, we have about three minutes. TJ Jeff says, um, everyone... Have a blessed week and say something kind to someone. That kind word or words can make someone feel worthy, and that is the truth. Again, now that we are about to end the segment, you all know what I'm about to do. I want to pray each and every one of you enough. We all want to pray each and every one of you enough. We pray you enough sunshine and brighten your rainy days. We also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. We pray enough smiles to turn the frown. You've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, we pray you enough strength and courage to face what may be 
knocking at your door or coming your way at this very moment and beyond. Again, we'll see you week after next. As we began, we will end. We started with Tori Lee's finally and, of course, our opening ringing of our singing bowl. We will end the same way. People, I'll see you over on uh, chat. I will put everyone into our show chat discussion, and we can start this week talking about the new venture. So until then, everyone, be well, be blessed. Thank you so much all over the world for all of your continued prayers and support. Uh, Enjoy next week. Do something for yourselves and others if you choose to do so. But most of all, be happy doing it. So until then, we are going to end with Tori Lee's finally. Everyone, I'll see you over on the other side. Take care.